Hi, I'm Ellie and you are listening to the Meat and Potatoes Tarot Podcast. Welcome if you are listening for the first time, just dipping in and welcome and a huge thank you to my wonderful supporters who are listening and watching the video version on Patreon. Today we are no longer in the earthly realm when it comes to the major arcana. We have made major strides and we are now sitting at the Wheel of Fortune, which is the 10th card in the Major Arcana Suite. Now I'm wearing my Destiny t-shirt, which basically says you can't avoid your destiny, but you can change its direction with free will. And what that represents is that the Fool's Journey makes up our spiritual journey of enlightenment, which is kind of one part circumstances and one part free will. Our destiny is determined, but what we can do is by looking at the direction that we're heading in, we can actually use our spiritual attributes to be able to alter the direction of our destiny. So we are in control of our destiny to a degree. There are limiting factors which of course are probably are karmic in nature, I would guess. Nobody knows for sure, but that's my hypothesis and everyone has their own. As we examine the Wheel of Fortune card in a bit more detail, you'll be able to see and be reminded of just how broad a base of knowledge is brought into a single deck of cards. There's symbolism in the Wheel of Fortune that comes from various different faiths and beliefs. And it's all amalgamated together into a single uh, series of definitions. One of the key learning points that I got while I was learning about tarot, something that really sunk in back in those very early days, was to cast my judgments aside as to whose beliefs are right and wrong. Because when you look at the concept of belief and faith through the Rider Waite deck of tarot cards, you begin to think that, you know what, they all seem to be saying the same thing. They might just be saying it in a different way. With that in mind, let's take a look at the Wheel of Fortune. The 10th card in the Major Arcana Suite marks the halfway point in the Fool's Journey. Wheel of Fortune is where encounters from the material world transform into a karmic revelation. At the beginning of this episode, I had referred you to what I consider to actually be one of the most important lessons to learn from Tarot. Wheel of Fortune is the opportunity to see this lesson in practice. Even though we can't escape our karmic destiny, we can help to define its direction of travel with our free will. The free will that was exhibited in the material phase of our life journey now brings us to the Wheel of Fortune, which marks the point of change where the luck we've attained, born in part from the choices we've made, points us towards our path of final destination, our destiny. So let's take a look at Wheel of Fortune. A wheel of character symbols is suspended in the sky. Surrounding it are four clouds. 
each with an angel of a different animal form. Each angel is reading from a book. On top of the wheel is a sphinx, right there, in blue and white and black, holding a sword. To the left of the wheel is a serpent, and beneath the wheel is a demon. Now, sometimes other readers may refer to this red character as a red jackal, but my interpretation and the manner in which I learnt to read tarot has this card defined as a demon. In the upright position, the Wheel of Fortune represents change, a greater influence of good luck and destiny. In the reverse position, Wheel of Fortune represents change, a greater influence of bad luck and destiny. Now, just a moment ago, I mentioned that other readers may interpret this red character as being a red jackal, which is basically half human and half dog or half canine, half human. The manner in which I learnt tarot is different to some other readers and not all. I'm sure that there are others who learnt just like me. However, the definition in the manner in which I learnt tarot is consistent. And this is a de is a demon. The reason for that or the way to the way to remember that as being something consistent is that this demon appears in the upright position to be in like a subservient position in accordance with one's destiny. And that puts the person whose destiny we are discussing um, more in their control. So their free will has a greater chance to shape their destiny. When the card is in reverse, then the demon who plays little games, little devil, devilish types of games, is in a dominant position. And that means that the likelihood of one's destiny can be shaped by a devilish interference, more so because the demon is in a dominant position. This is a really easy way to be able to understand why the definition or the interpretation of this red character is more devilish and more like a demon, someone who plays like a trickster, almost like a dirty trickster, sometimes offering bad luck because they have the dominant position to do so, as opposed to a half man, half canine beast, which um, can lead you down a different path of interpretations. This is really part of learning the language of tarot and then sticking to the language that you've learned. So let's have a look at some of the symbols in the Wheel of Fortune card. The shape of the wheel depicts a similar shape to the sun and a connection to the highest realm. Its position or the, the position of the wheel between the clouds in a blue sky represents hope and clarity. The three circles, which is the outer, the medium and the inner circles of the wheel represent the hub, the inner and the outer worlds. The Latin characters of T-A-R-O, which appeared also in the High Priestess, if you recall, in the book that she was carrying, refer to the cycle of life's journey 
which also returns to the start. So if you have a look here, life's journey is circular and that's depicted by this Latin characters, by the Latin characters. You've got T-A-R-O, which then takes you back to T, which of course spells tarot. The Hebrew characters, which are the ones in between, um, actually are represented in the English language as Y-H-V-H, -H, which refers to God or Jehovah. The alchemistic characters, which are the ones here between the inner and the hub circles on the wheel spoke, refer to mercury, which also can be described as air, sulfur, which is represented by fire, water, which represents itself, and salt, which represents earth. So we have the four elements of air, fire, water, and earth with the alternative labels or the alchemistic characters of mercury, sulfur, water, and salt. The winged figures that appear on the four clouds represent the elements also, uh, the corresponding minor arcana suites and the four evangelists as referred to in the New Testament. And those four evangelists are man, the ox, the eagle, and the lion. So I know it sounds a little complicated, but bear with me. The man is referred to in the New Testament chapter of Matthew. Also represents the element of air, which is represented in the minor arcana as the sword suite. The ox is referred to in the New Testament book of Luke and aligns to the element of earth, which is represented in the Minor Arcana Suite by the pentacles. The eagle appears in the New Testament book of John and refers to the element of water, which corresponds with the Minor Arcana Suite of cups. And then the lion appears in the New Testament of John also and is represented by the element of fire, which is which aligns to the major to the minor arcana suite of wands. I know it sounds complicated, but it will become second nature as time goes on especially when it comes to the minor arcana suite and the corresponding elements. The sphinx that sits above the wheel denotes diversity, unity and holds the sword of clarity and truth. The demon, sometimes known as the red jackal, uh, position is either dominant or submissive, as I mentioned, relating to how the wheel turns. It also represents reincarnation, uh, the positive or optimistic, and the negative or pessimistic construct. The serpent, whose head is pointed downward, demonstrates the negative elements of fate. And the books that each of the evangel evangelists are reading 
um, represent learning from the experience of others. There are symbols in the Wheel of Fortune that also appear in other major arcana cards. The Latin characters of T-A-R-O also appear, as I mentioned, in the High Priestess. The Sphinx appears in the Chariot. The Sphinx's sword appears in the Magician and Justice. The Serpent appears in the Magician and the Lovers. And the four evangelists appear in the world. If you were to ask me what I believe the overall theme is for the Wheel of Fortune card, I would say the following. As your life journey continues, the ever-turning Wheel of Destiny is in motion. At this halfway point in the voyage comes a time to travel beyond the material outer self and discover a spiritual inner world of experiences that will culminate to shape you as you continue on your journey. So that was the Wheel of Fortune card in the Major Arcana deck. It's a little bit like a Ferris wheel that is continuously turning around and around and around. And your destiny is partly determined by where you step onto the Ferris wheel as it's circling around and where you get off. And also the decisions you make while you are riding that Ferris wheel. It's sort of a nice way to think about it. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I hope that the definitions and symbolism sitting within the major arcana cards is starting to sort of formulate into a sphere of knowledge for you. We still have a long way to go, but from this point on, we're going to be moving into the spiritual realm. And that is very exciting because that is where most of life's lessons can be learned. If you'd like to see me put my knowledge of tarot into practice, you can always subscribe to the Ellie Dreams Down Under channel on YouTube. I air a new video every day of the year on a wide variety of topics, including US politics, world affairs, the unexplained, mysteries, and I also do personal readings. I take viewer requests as well, and all of the videos are free. So I do hope to see you there. In the meantime, thank you for joining me here, and I'll see you in the next episode. Take care.